connect with your community. The Morning Drive on FM 96.3 and AM 620 WVMT. Welcome back to The Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here and joining us in studio now, it's Stephanie Clark. She's the Vice President of White & Burke. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning. Thank you guys so much for having me. And uh, so let's talk this your first time on the show, first time on the show. So let's talk about you first a little bit and then we'll get into the conference that's coming up, the big conference on housing. Uh, that's a week from today. That's right. So but first, let's talk a little bit just so our listening audience knows um, mm-hmm. a little bit about your history, how long you've been with White and Burke, what'd you do before that, and sure. et cetera. Sure. Uh, yeah, I um, have been there for 17 years now, and White and Burke does real estate advising. We're kind of an outsourced real estate department for municipalities, institutions, businesses, and developers, and we do work around the state, um, all all around the state, and have been for 33 years. And so I've been there for a little over half of that, and uh, we, I personally, am actually specializing in economic development and public-private partnerships for municipalities in our in our state. But the Vermont Development Conference, I actually started uh, planning and putting that together in 2014. So we're coming up. This is our ninth year. And it's a great event that brings together developers and community members in land use from around the state. Almost 300 people get together once a year. And it's really the only opportunity of its kind for everyone to get together. And that includes people like engineers, architects, attorneys, people that are related to and doing the work of development, not just developers themselves. And this is, again, how many years have you been, have you had this? Yeah, this will be our ninth year. And what generally, um, so it's the big conference, as you mentioned, bringing all these people together, uh, looking at different issues, housing, um, economic development. Mm-hmm. What's the goal? What comes out of it? Yeah, great question. You know, there really is two main focuses of the, of the conference. One is the education, you know, trying to get everyone onto the same page or create collaborations and brainstorming opportunities. But the other is really the networking. And the networking is so important because, as you both know, it's Vermont. Everything is relationships. And so getting moving the needle on development, however you want to see that, whether it's the housing development or industrial or any of the trends that are happening, we need those relationships and we need them to be strong. So it's an opportunity for people to come together to collaborate and then also to create those um, chances to get um, together in throughout the rest of the year. Are there any um, folks that work in state agencies involved because uh, it seems like if you don't know one of them you don't mm-hmm. go very far <laughs> it's so true yes we've been you know the conference is open to everybody so it's mm-hmm. not just the private sector that gets together and a lot of the presentations themselves have public um, sector folks presenting in them and so you know a lot of those panels are put together with some representative from a state agency as well and will there be actually Sort of, if we, I can use this word, keynote speakers. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. We do have a keynote speaker in the morning, and we like that keynote to really start things off in an energetic way. Um, we all get up and we get to this conference and we sit down with our coffee, and there's nothing worse than just listening to someone drone about <laughs> and the as micro. You can see on line details. seven, Act Two Fifty is going to impact <laughs> yes. runoff. And if into, I yeah. see another slide with more than like you know fourteen words, I'm done. So this person, uh, actually, two people that are giving our keynote this year, it's a kind of a duo are going to be talking about emerging trends in real estate and they come from out of state so we're bringing in someone from outside of vermont to talk to the group because you know a lot of the times we become a little bit of an echo chamber Mm -hmm. up here so it's really nice when you can bring in some other fresh voices and talk about the real estate trends nationwide how that might because we obviously have a different 
climate here, but what happens at the macro also is felt here in Vermont. Definitely. And not to suggest you know what the keynote speakers are going to say about the trends, but do you have any little glimpse into what those trends are? Sure, yeah. I do. I, you know, I I understand there's a, the Urban Land Institute puts out an emerging real estate trends report, and in that report, they've talked about some of the trends that we've been all aware of, office space being, you know, at, in a really rough spot with really high vacancy, retail not in it at all, at all in demand, um, housing being in a ma- massive shortage. Um, but what's also kind of interesting, in my opinion, is some of the micro niche markets, things like real estate demand for data centers, real estate demand for st- storage, self-storage. Um, yeah. Those things are where there's there is demand. And so industrial um, is seeing a big rise right now. And that's that's true. You know, if it's true at the national level, it's also felt here. We're just insulated and it's um, a little bit more of a bubble. And then after you hear the keynote speakers, that's mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. What's the next part of it? Yeah, we have sessions throughout the day. So there's a morning session uh, time slot with a few different um, options. There's a lunch and there's a few more speakers in the afternoon. Um, one, Two of my favorite components of the conference, one is called speed networking. <laughs> it's something I actually designed a couple of years ago, but essentially taking the speed dating model. I was going to say. And try to, yeah. It's like I, speed dating yeah, for professionals. Yeah, it is. And I totally came up with this before I met my husband. But I basically <laughs> uh, decided we'd put together, you know, 20 tables or something. You have one person on one side and another, and we do five minutes with each. And, you know, because a lot of people come here because they only get out to socialize and network couple times a year. Every, mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're all kind of nose to the grindstone. It's a chance to get through a lot of different folks and be so able if, to see them. Say you're them. you're a, you're a real estate attorney and and you have a table of attorney. Be like, are each table themed? No, like in fact, we kind of do it all off that. We actually make it so that if you're sitting next to or across from another, let's say, uh, environmental engineer, mm-hmm. no, go in the other direction. You all know go each other. Get out of here. Yeah, oh, go to a different yeah. place. Now, granted, there is some thinking around now networking that you're better off spending time networking with the people you know because it deepens the existing relationships versus meeting more people so it depends on how you think about it but i like the idea of mixing it up getting people to talk to fresh voices yeah and then last session of the day is also one of my favorites you would never expect that the department of labor economist would be our awesome closer to the end of the day but kevin stapleton and matt barowitz at the department of labor are two of the best speakers in the state of Vermont, in my opinion, especially around issues of labor trends and economics. And they are hilarious every year. They make it fun and interesting. So we close out the year with one of them. This year it's Kevin Stapleton. And it talks about the trends in the labor market and how that affects our work. And it's right before the cocktail reception. I know, which is kind of a tough spot. (laughs) End of the day, right before food and drinks. Hurry up and get done so we can get to the food and drinks. Yes, but he makes it fun every year. So that's that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, I think it's a, I think it's a great idea, and, and as you point out, it's a small. I mean, we're a small state, and it's a small group of people, uh, and so sometimes I think you wind up in a silo because you're like, okay, well, uh, here's this potential roadblock, or you know, I want to do this project, but we've got to go through this, and you you only know three or four people mm-hmm. that can do that. That's right. And so sometimes it's good to have a fresh set of eyes and bring in more voices. Say, hey, have you thought about doing it this way or that mm-hmm. way? So this is an opportunity where everybody gets together in one room. That's right. And just kind of brainstorms, networks all at once. 
And, you know, I'll add another interesting element, which is that um, I started in this uh, profession at the age of 22, and it was very difficult to make relationships because I was kind of always behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And so um, the president of our company, David White, has been my mentor for 17 years, and he would he made it so that that he broke that down a lot. He would always bring me to the meetings, but that's not super common. A lot of times it's the principals meeting with each other and the uh, folks meeting with the the, um, the other people behind the scenes. So one of the other events I host is called the Next Generation of Leaders, and that's really intended for those mid-career professionals to come together. But this conference gives an, an opportunity for that too. People who don't get a chance to come out in the front as often. All right. Well, we're this is the morning drive on FM ninety six three and AM six twenty News Talk WVMT. Welcome back to The Morning Drive, everybody. We're continuing our discussion now with Stephanie Clark. She's the Vice President of White & Burke Real Estate Advisors, and we're talking about the ninth Annual Vermont Development Conference a week from today. Let's uh, go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on The Morning Drive. Good morning, Stephanie. Uh, I have a very elementary question, but it will help me. I think it will help the listeners. Uh, what what exactly does White & Burke do, and how are they different from the other big names that we all know, Redstone, Pomelo, Nettie, et cetera. Yeah, great question. Um, And thanks for the opportunity to to tell what we do because we've been around for a long time, but we're kind of one of those uh, best-kept secrets that you don't know you need us until you do. trying to sell the iPod in 1990, basically. Anyway, we are an outsourced <laughs> real estate department, so we do not own any of our own real estate. We don't do our own projects. We do them on behalf of others. So we step in and fill in the blanks where others um, are having issues and fill in the gaps. If you have a good attorney and you have a good architect and you need somebody who's going to spearhead your permitting strategy or come up with um, a kind of an economic development strategy if you're a municipality, uh, that's where we step in and we kind of look at the project management aspect or the financial modeling aspect and are you do you actually are you a real estate firm or just consultants we i would say we're a little bit of both we have a broker and i'm a licensed um, real estate salesperson we have uh, a brokerage department so we can sell and lease and um, buy real estate but we on behalf of our clients but we also do consulting and we do it on an hourly basis time and materials yep and of course this is all about Vermont development, just mm-hmm. in case somebody thinks we're talking about Burlington. It's in Burlington, <laughs> yes. oh, but it's yeah. about all Vermont. Correct. And if somebody wants to go to this and they haven't uh, made plans to yet and they're listening yeah. to us this morning, how do they do this? Do they, yeah. they have to register? How does it work? Sure, yeah. Go to our website at whitenburk.com and they can sign up online. It's a pretty easy Eventbrite site. And there's also a fun app that's been included this year through the um, generosity of a sponsor called the Whova app, which helps yeah. people be able to uh, set up meetings ahead of time. Because a lot of times people will step away from a session and meet with their colleagues in the hallway instead. Mm-hmm. And that's another great use of the time. And yes, I am uh, to answer the caller's question. The other uh, piece is that we do this statewide. So, and to Kurt's point, we do this. My clients are actually municipalities across the state in Killington, Montpelier, um, Barrie and Bennington, et cetera. What can you tell us about, and I mean, I know, I know this is all going to be sort of fleshed out in the conference next Wednesday, but an issue that we always heard talking about Montpelier going back to my days in the legislature, and, and it's still an issue ongoing, which is permitting policy and zoning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this uh, a lot of hot topics in this conference will be talking about permitting. Act 250 is, a, is one entire session, um, actually looking at just one element of the Act 250 rev, um rewrite or or discussion there's also discussion of how permitting is really affecting housing right now and the building of housing i mean nationally we are looking at five and a half to six and a half million 
houses deficit. And so we're not immune to that at all here in Vermont. We all know it. We're all feeling that pain in one way or another. And so permitting is one piece of that, which needs to get, um, we just continue to say it's not as efficient as it should be. We all like living here. I moved here from Rhode Island in 20, uh, 2002 and because I like the way we do business here and the way we protect our environment and there has to be a balance. It's uh, it can be very frustrating in Vermont. And that's why I asked if there were people, uh, employees, not necessarily politicians, but employees mm-hmm. of agencies, because I, it seems like you get your permits in place. And then all of a sudden there's another agency that has a say mm-hmm. that just says, no, 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 wait, mm-hmm. I want to look at that or nope. They just throw up a roadblock. That's right. And that's where, I mean, the conference obviously would come in place, but, but White and Burke would come in. Yeah. That's what, when you say you're a consultant, mm-hmm. if somebody's got a project or they're listening and they've been trying to do stuff on their own, mm-hmm. they could call and sit with you and right. say, hey, you we know, can troubleshoot. Absolutely. Right. The other thing about the conference that's nice, though, is because these panels are brought together by the professionals in the industry and by the sometimes the regulators, they can come together and be collaborative on the panel itself and that's nice because you see how they can collaborate and then you know you can you're you're seeing a trust being built which Mm -hmm. i think is so important in the state yeah we're chatting with stephanie clark she is the vice president for white white and burke real estate advisors and she is and we're also talking about the ninth annual vermont development conference next wednesday uh if you have a question for stephanie give us a call on the mckenzie country classic hotline 888-414-0303 now, Stephanie, um, at the conference next week, um, do you, when the conference is over, are there recommendations made? Uh, like, would the conference come out and say, here's what we'd like to see happen, and we hope Montpelier tackles these issues and make recommendations? It's a great question. We we don't specifically do that. A lot of times, some of the conversations that are had are become kind of a, um, a drop toward that and and kind of create some sort of conversation that continues into the legislature, especially when people that are doing that legislating and doing the lobbying are in attendance. And sometimes we've heard sound bites from our conference carried into testimony at the state house. Um, but it is one potential vehicle we could do in the future years. I mean, we're nine years into this and we we've had these huge turnouts every year because there's been such demand for it. But I think we are considering switching up the model for future years. And one of the things we could be doing is using it more as a vehicle for that kind of discussion and launch pad. Cause it's well-timed before legislative session right. to kind of seed some of those potential, um, they'll be back before proposals we know it. and resolutions. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we know the housing issue is such a big issue. Um, Burlington is trying to develop more housing. Now, obviously the city place project is, Finally underway. You can mm-hmm. see it downtown. Yes. Um, we, we had a caller call up, though, recently and say, in regard to that project and others saying, well, what if we hit a point where we've really overdeveloped in the housing? I mean, that it's clear that the housing is needed. I yes. mean, right. And uh, and what are the differences, would you say, between a municipality like Burlington's needs mm-hmm. or some or pick another city uh, mm-hmm. with housing versus rural housing and development yeah well that's an interesting question kurt i think if you look at the statewide um demographic you can see there's obviously these growth areas and these hubs and so we were i was doing a project in montpelier last year and we looked at the county-wide data about housing shortage and if you look at it on a just pro rata basis based on their population um it was going to take montpelier 500 units just to fill the deficit within Montpelier. 
And yet, if you think about Montpelier, it's a hub. So you've got people that want to live there that are um, not living there, that live right now in Callis and live in Bayer mm-hmm. in Berlin, um, who want to be living closer to wherever. And so, um, and to be able to not build that housing out in Callis or some of our farm fields we want to keep as farm fields, we need to be den- more densely developing in our in our growth centers and mm-hmm. in our rural areas. The hard part of all of this housing development issue comes down to this is you've got construction costs that are essentially the same anywhere you go in the state of Vermont, but you can't get the same rents. And so, I mean, it's still, it's, it's impossible to build in Burlington as it is in Burlington, Chittenden County, somewhere where the demand is the highest and our rents are the highest. It's still hard to make those pencils number out, um, those numbers pencil out. And, you know, when I talk to people and folks, when I'm doing community engagement, I, I try to tell them, you know, when we're talking developers, we're not talking capital D developer. You're not talking these, you know, fat cat developers. I mean, yeah. these are your neighbors trying mm-hmm. to develop projects who have some land who maybe want to do 18 units on a piece of land. Yeah. And these are not complicated. These are not difficult projects. They shouldn't be, but they're complicated. And there's a scale issue, of course. And so, you know, we need to um, there, understand that the that there's not a huge margin here. And that's why it's so difficult in all parts of the state. How much is the housing crisis related to economic development? Um, in other words, let's say a new business was wanting to come to Vermont. Uh, they would need to know if they if they required you know hundreds of employees, right? That there would mm-hmm. be actually housing available, right? Correct. Well, I mean, look at any of our businesses that are struggling right now, and they are. What are they lacking? Employees. What are the employees lacking? Housing. And who, why are they lacking housing? Because no one's building it. Why are they not building it? Because there's no labor. Because they have nowhere to live. So it's, it's a vicious a, cycle. It's such a vicious cycle. And you know, we're very much focused on solutions at this conference and trying to talk about tactical ways to make things better and to improve the situation, not focus only on the problems and talk about our, again, the echo chamber. So um, I encourage people to to attend and engage in the conversation and try to have some takeaways that they can actually put, um, you know, into practice. So Stephanie, tell us one more time, the details, Yes, where it is. Yes. And if somebody wants to go listening to you talk here this morning, um, how they go about it, sure. how do they sign up? Yep. They can join us next Wednesday. It's uh, November Eighth. Eighth at the Hilton in downtown Burlington. They can sign up at whitenburk.com. Um, there's free parking. There's delicious food. There's a great cocktail hour. Um, lots of vendors and exhibitors. With, um, can I show up just and, for the cocktail hour? I mean, you should. You really should. <laughs> or, you're both welcome. You can come at my invite. Um, let's let's have a drink and celebrate the fact that we are. there are people trying to get answers to these problems that yeah. we're talking about statewide. Yeah. And these are the people doing it day in and day out. And I like the fact that you point out that it's not these huge fat cat developers. It's usually mm-hmm. people small D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Stephanie, are you optimistic about the future in regard to housing and economic development in Vermont? I have a three-year-old and a four-month-old, so I have to be optimistic about there that. And I choose to live in Vermont. I am not from here originally, and I choose to live here, so I am going to stay optimistic. Great. Right. Good point. We like to hear. Stephanie Clark, uh, she is the Vice President of White & Burke Real Estate Advisors and talking about the ninth Annual Vermont Development Conference next Wednesday, November 8th. And uh, Stephanie, thanks for being on the morning drive today. Thank you both. Thanks for coming in. We're going to take a quick break, check in with Fox News, and then uh, we're going to talk to uh, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie coming up.